0: This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Hey there, and welcome into the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Do you ever just wake up and go, this is going to be a good day? This is that day. I'm telling you. I'm here to tell you. If you were looking for the sign, this is it. And it just happens to be because you're listening to the Los Angeles CityCast. Uh, Of course, we're going to start off today's show talking about Dodgers and Angels, lots of baseball going on now. I'm get i a little torn with baseball because I'm so grateful to have it, to have something to talk about as far as sports are concerned. Of course, you guys know my favorite child is the WNBA, and we're going to do that today as well with a very amazing guest. But uh, I'm very grateful that we have so much baseball, but it also is a double-edged sword because it's so, so much baseball. And you can even see as evidenced by the fact that the Dodgers show up against opponents like the Braves and then somehow lose to opponents like the Rockies. And it's very frustrating. But nevertheless, the Dodgers will be back in action against the Rockies on Wednesday. And uh, White Sox and Angels will continue as well. So we'll look at that real quick. And then get into the WNBA handicapping the Wednesday and Thursday games with Daniel Mataya, who's an incredible WNBA handicapper. Also works with Spread the Floor, which does a great job of handicapping women's basketball betting, uh, both college and WNBA and it's powered by herhoopstats.com, which is a really invaluable resource. So definitely recommend checking that out. Um, No ad there, just I like using it. Uh, Also, when we recorded our interview, it was before uh, the lines were up. But after the fact, we did talk and say, hey, where are you at? What are you on? Uh, And I know that Daniel ended up taking Sky minus three and a half, which I, by the time I got to, was already at four. It's probably moved by then. Uh, and he also got a minus three as well and under 167 and a half. I got under 166 and a half for Sun at Sky. So liking an under in this Sun at Sky game, two great defenses here really. And also as Daniel will talk about a little bit in the interview, uh, the Sun struggling a little bit on offense. And I also took Ace's money line plus 115 at the Storm, you guys can hear uh, the breakdown of that again a little bit later on in the pod and I also decided to throw in a little Moneyline Parlay because I did that on Tuesday and it worked out for me and it was kind of a low stress bet if you will which sounds funny because I don't think parlays are low stress but if you keep it to two teams and it's reasonable maybe so I had a plus 116 115 Moneyline Parlay on the Lynx and uh, the Mystics winning on Tuesday and that cashed easily put two units on it cash it. Great. Let's move on. This one I don't love as much. So keep that in mind, but Mercury and Sky to win was plus 106. So a little plus money. I don't expect the Fever to beat the Mercury. And if they do, Bravo. You guys know I love the baby fever. And I do think that the Sky are going to win this matchup between uh, the Sun. I also like the Aces money line, but I did not want to mess that up uh, with the parlay. So I'm just going to keep that separate. Uh, Daniel also got Phoenix minus six and a half. This was seven and a half when I saw it. Not something that I was comfortable taking with the state of this Phoenix team. Uh, If you may remember back, Miles Ehrlich was on the pod last week, mentioned that Phoenix and I believe the fever, but Phoenix definitely was one of the teams that is just the most head-scratching, annoying teams to have to bet. And so for me, yeah, not really wanting to lay a ton of points with Phoenix at this point. But there you have it. Daniel's got it and great handicapper. So if you want to find a way to bet that live, absolutely, because the number's probably gone now. Speaking of numbers, let's look at the Los Angeles odds. Dodgers at the Rockies. The Dodgers minus 210 on the money line here. And this is after losing the first two games of this series. I believe they were up to minus 230 or something, like really high in Tuesday's game. And obviously the Rockies went on to win that one. The Rockies are plus 180 here. And the total for this, 11 and a half at Bet River. So this was 11 yesterday. I went on rush hour with Danny Burke and I said I liked the under in the first game. We gave that out on Monday's pod. Maybe you got that. Maybe you didn't. And... It did cash. I liked it again. The runs ended exactly on 11. Actually, the total ended up being 11 runs. And thank you, Dodgers, for that extra run in the top of the ninth inning that didn't win you the game but definitely pushed the total. So I still still kind of like the under here, and we'll talk about why in just a second. Run line, Dodgers minus 1.5 at minus 139. Rockies plus one and a half run line at plus 112. And then if we take a look at the White Sox at the Angels, the White Sox are plus 150 on the money line, and they did win Tuesday's game. Uh, The Angels minus 177. Total for this one down to seven and a half. Run line for the White Sox, so plus one and a half runs at minus 152, and for the Angels, minus one and a half runs at plus 123. And, of course, if that's not your thing and you want to maybe look at some tennis, it's Wimbledon week, and Bett Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting today through July 4th, which is Monday, if you can believe it. Uh, and also... Side note, I will be hosting Rush Hour on Monday, July 4th on VSIN. So check that out. But through July 4th, you can place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app, and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. So definitely check that out if that's your thing. And if it's not, it's not my thing either, but A guest of the show that I love having on, and we had a great profile on a couple weeks ago, Pamela Maldonado does a great job of handicapping tennis, as does Gil Alexander of v So definitely check those two out if you're looking to bet some tennis. As for the Dodgers, getting into it here, the Rockies, I mean, let's talk the offense. 19th best on base percentage at 721, uh, with a second best batting average, if you can believe it, of 259. But they're only 23rd in home runs with 65, so not exactly the... uh, home run bombing team or high scoring team of years past. We've maybe become accustomed to with the Rockies, even in that beautiful course field. So on the mound for the Rockies German, I'm assuming guys, I'm terrible with the names. I apologize, but German German, Mar- I'm going to go German. Cause I think that sounds way better. German Marquez, who's allowed three hits over seven and two thirds sharp innings. Uh, and He's actually coming off a pretty good performance versus the Twins on Friday in Minneapolis. Uh, Helped them snap a three-game losing streak. And he had a season high in innings and a season low in runs, winning his third straight. But he's 4-5 and in the win-loss column, which, again, doesn't tell the whole story, but it's there for it if you want to know it. Uh, So when we look at uh, balls, StatCast would define that as like a ball that has an exit velocity of 95 miles per hour or higher because those ones just obviously lead to more home runs and more runs scored overall. Uh, So a batter's hard hit rate just shows what percentage of batted balls are hit at 95 or higher. Um, As for the pitching side of things, his hard hit this season is at 45%. And opposite him, he'll see Julio Urias on the mound for the Dodgers, uh, who has been looking pretty sharp himself coming off that Braves performance. Six innings, lowered his season ERA to 248 He's had nine starts of six innings or more, two more than Tony Gonsolin, by the way, and he's also pitched 30 more innings than Kershaw, which is not surprising given what we know about Kershaw's injury history, and he actually was on the IL, but Urias has just been a lot more available and, uh, I am going to say stalwart for the Dodgers, so uh, I like the Dodgers in this spot, but, uh, I mean, Kershaw pissed on Tuesday and they lost, so riddle me that, Urias, as far as hard hit percentage this season, 26.2. You can see that large discrepancy uh, between him and Marquez, and he's going to need the run support from his team at the end of the day. It seems like some of these win losses are not his fault, and I, of course, referring to the losses. So if the Dodgers can help him out there, then that would be so super sweet. Uh, But I don't know that we're going to see necessarily a super high scoring game. Again, uh, I talked about this on Rush Hour with Danny Burke on Tuesday and about how uh, one of the four matchups had gone over 12 runs. And again, the Tuesday game was 11. So again, still no over on that. So one of the five has gone over 12 runs uh, between these two teams most recently and very small percentage. I want to say three of 20. I should have had this one written down. I think I got rid of my notes from that show, but three of 20 for uh, the Rockies is terms of games that would go over 12 runs and the Dodgers. It was also pretty low. So, Getting 11 and a half as a number here. Again, you're getting that hook, and maybe they're trying to tempt you into that because it was 11 yesterday, and if you got 11, it pushed. Uh, but I do like the under again, three games in a row here. And I lean Dodgers, but I'm not willing to back them after two losses to this Rockies team. We all saw them get swept by the Pirates, right? I'm not dreaming that, right? Moving on to the Angels. Uh, they had a loss themselves on Tuesday, 11 to 4 loss. Man, when it rains, it pours. Wait, it never rains in Los Angeles. That's why I live here. Uh, just kidding. We need the rain, please, please. We need the rain. Great game though. For some of the players, Mike trout, four at bats, one hit, one run, one RBI, one home run. Uh, what else do you want? What do you want from him? Shohei Otani three at bats, three hits. Uh, one home run, which happened to be his 17th home run of the season. Two RBIs. His double, by the way, was the hardest hit ball across all of baseball on Tuesday at 115.2 miles per hour. Incredible. Incredible. And he's on the mound on Wednesday, by the way. By the way, Otani and Trout are the only, uh, Angels players with more than one 115 plus miles per hour batted ball. Um, Really incredible performances here from these guys, and I don't know what else you're looking for. Uh, maybe pitching, but Otani does that as well. He struck out 11.9 hitters per nine innings this year, this season, and that's with him also being a full time doesn't get it hitter here. So, I I mean the odds are incredible. Obviously, are short at least for the AL MVP for Otani four to one, but the AL Cy Young at twenty five to one. And doesn't he deserve that? I mean, a lot of the conversation this year, at least it seems, around the sports media rumor mill, if you will, is that, and probably just from people who have eyes, is that his pitching has really been standout this year and that he's almost a better pitcher than hitter in some ways. But it's just so hard to say because he's so excellent at both. It seems unfair. I mean, he just was really, really given with both hands here. He's on the mound Wednesday, and he's going to be opposite. uh, Kopech's going to be on the mound for the White Sox here. Uh, His hard hit, or excuse me, yeah, the White Sox. His hard hit percentage this season is 37.3%. Most recently, when he pitched versus the Orioles, which was a game that the White Sox ended up losing, he looked a little wild with his pitches. He only threw about 54% of his pitches for strikes, which is pretty far below his average, around 62%. Um, Going into that game, it led to four walks and one hit by pitch. So something to consider, something to look out for in this matchup. Eileen Otani here, obviously, especially with the pitching that I was just uh, speaking so prolifically about. But these offenses are so inconsistent, and also the bullpens. The bullpens, I just can't deal with this team, really, at least enough to trust them to bet on. But if you trust Shohei Otani, I cannot blame you for that. I do think we see a higher scoring game, and you're getting a total at Bat Rivers of 7.5. So if you wanted to jump on an over and an under on the Dodgers... I wouldn't hate that. You know what else? I don't hate talking about the WNBA. We're going to bring in our guest next, Daniel Mattia, uh, to talk about WNBA. It's been too long since we had him on the pod and we're going to get all his thoughts about the Wednesday and Thursday games and also snuck in a little bit of championship odds at the end as well. Coming up right here on the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bett Rivers Sportsbook. Baseball is here and Bett Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Welcome back into the Los Angeles CityCast, presented, of course, by Bett River Sportsbook. Very excited to have back on the pod today, Daniel Mattia. Daniel, how have your WNBA bets been going since we talked to you last?
1: Uh, I mean, I had that first weekend bump, and I was like, oh, Danielle, so many drinks. <laughs> uh, I love that we're, we're pretty like-minded, uh, and then if we see something off, we will absolutely DM each other, right? Uh, I mean, the line movement today was crazy. So I was like, uh, am I missing something? Um, I'm, I'm not crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's so nice to have you as a resource. Uh, and I'm, I'm getting people that reach out to me, being like, I heard about the stat that you pulled uh, on the LA Cash show with Danielle. Uh, I learned a lot. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, that's let's so get cool. More people betting and more people, uh, of course, listening to your show.
0: And watching the WNBA games, most importantly, obviously, you're missing out if you're not watching them. And I'm really excited to get into the Wednesday games. And unfortunately, one of them is going to start very early for me. Uh, But you can also check out Daniel's work, of course, works with Spread the Floor, which covers women's basketball betting and is powered by herhoopstats.com. Really great information on. All of that, really. So check them out on Twitter and also on herhoopsats.com. Uh Let's get into Wednesday's game because sun at the sky. So Connecticut sun at the Chicago sky. Now, last time they played, the sun lost, I believe, 83-79. Uh, to 79. That was June 19th. They failed to cover six-and-a-half-point favorites. I remember I was actually walking around my neighborhood. I think I was going to get food, and I was watching this on my phone, and I was like, what are the sun doing? Uh, under 163 hit for this one as well. And it should be a good matchup, second and third, in offensive rating between these two teams. Eileen sky here. We don't have a line yet. We're recording on Tuesday, so we're not really sure what we're going to be seeing here, but who do you think is going to be favored?
1: That's, that's a tough question. I feel like Connecticut's offense has been just really tailing off over the last mm-hmm. like four games. I think averaging 73 and a half and the sky while, you know, not putting up dominant performances or they just find a way to win always. So it's, it's hard. I think they, they still have that championship bump. Uh, Cause Connecticut, when they came in playing, then they ravaged averaging ninety a game. They had beaten Vegas, uh, beaten Seattle, so it's tough. But I think Chicago is going to be favored. I would take Chicago uh, anything under four. Yeah. I, I don't like them uh, as road favorites. Anything higher than that, uh, sometimes they mess around and and make things super interesting. Uh, make also, Courtney
0: Vandersloot save them. Yes. Know?
1: They've been flimsy with the... Especially at a Spread the Floor, we do uh, hashtag WNBA availability. We'll tweet out all the uh, injury reports every game. Mm. And they are the only people to randomly add players to the injury report, <laughs> like the day of, or some will go from probable to, uh, to not playing at all. Pulling a Deladon right there. So that happened with Clea mm. Copper the other night. But... Uh, this is a good game. I mean, you got six All-Stars that are going to be playing in this uh, now that the reserves is that are all? announced. Yeah. Is that all? <laughs> right? Speaking uh, also,
0: speaking of Kalia Copper, questionable still for Wednesday. It says back as the listed cause. Do you think we'll see her? And, and if not, how big of an impact? is? I think since she's joined the team, since she just actually won a championship in Spain, I don't, I mean, it's Kalia Copper. She was the finals MVP last year. But at the same time, I don't think that she's made the kind of impact where it's going to affect the spread too much if she doesn't play.
1: Yeah, I would agree, because uh, her production uh, skyrocketed when Candice was out, but mm-hmm. uh, when they have their whole team healthy, it's it's such a balanced attack, and if you look back at the box score, Emma Miesman really was the kind of driving force in that game. Oh, yeah, so there are seven All-Stars. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot about Emma. <laughs> I was
0: going to say, wait a minute. Come
1: on. Sorry, Chicago fans. Uh, <laughs> I love your team. I respect them, and yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Kalia Copper's, is, is healthy. It just uh, gives me more confidence, but I still think they uh, can find a way to do it just with the way Connecticut's been struggling offensively. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a wild stat that, like, Courtney Williams, when attempting 10 or more shots outside of when they play the Atlanta Dream, uh, they're 0-6. So mm-hmm. they really got to. Uh, they're crazy dominant, uh, top 10 in win shares in the league. So... Uh, It's a great game. It's a day camp game, so you know WNBA fans don't know what that is. It's uh, basically they set up community events with all these children's groups. So it's going to be loud, and it's going to be screaming children. Energy is going to be high. Uh, We saw that with Dallas when they played the Aces earlier this year. I think Dallas had a 12-point lead at half. Um, Mm. Ended up uh, ended up covering eight because Kelsey Plum has two free throws. Let's not talk about last night. Um, Mm, but yes, uh, I, I feel really confident, um, the sky get done at home with this crazy crowd of kids and, uh, just as long as it's the next generation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I I think I like the sky here. And of course you, you you're referencing, uh, the aces losing by the hook again, uh, not again, but losing uh, against the spread, at least again, is what I mean, but losing by the hook, Uh, in that six-and-a-half spread on Monday versus the Sparks, which is the last team that they actually covered again. So I'm going to take a sidetrack from this game, uh, this Sun-Sky game, and just ask you about the Aces real quick because uh, the Aces are also in action on Wednesday, and they haven't covered – I mean, they've covered once in their last eight games, and they haven't covered for five straight. Now, I'm not worried about this Aces team, like winning a championship still. That's still up there. They're that caliber. But has the spread – kind of have the books gone too far. I think we talked about this a little bit, actually, when we were messaging that I feel like there's no room for error with the spread. They're expecting the ACEs to perform at a hundred percent. And if they're not at a hundred percent, they're not covering.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. And I, I feel like when the line opens, I like to grab it with the ACEs, at least for, you know, like mm-hmm. a unit, because the, it's always going to go up. And we saw it yesterday. It went from, I think I got it at six, you got it at six and a half. It got up mm-hmm. to eight and a half before Chelsea mm-hmm. Gray was ruled out. Uh, Longest active streak of games also ended last night. That's crazy. Oh, no. For Chelsea? Yeah.
0: I think it was oh 178
1: wow. act, uh, streak of games. But I think uh, if you look at the production that they get out of their offense, it mm-hmm. 90% of it is coming from the starters. And Kelsey Plum's playing, I think, uh, the most minutes in the league. She still had a great game last night, but... Uh, all that time is going to weigh on the team as the season goes on, so I'm not surprised mm-hmm. they're getting tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely need something out of the bench. Raquana Williams came back last night, but she wasn't too effective. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Derrick Hamby only had, uh, I think, three points, so th- that hurts too. And then missing uh, three out of four free throws when two of them are from Jackie Young just is the ultimate killer. Uh <laughs> Um, so I was, I was very, very sad to see that lose last night or push for me in one bet, lose in another. Uh, I, I, I think I would worry a little bit more than initially thought, just looking at the production of the team. and uh, That's a lot you're asking Asia and Kelsey to carry. I think 68% of their points came from those two last night. Yeah. Uh, 54 points out of 74, that's it's not a good look.
0: No, it's not. And, and and to your point, kind of opposite of the Sky, a team that's been able to beat them as well that is a lot more evenly distributed. And I think that's a credit to them, and that's why they've been able to beat them, including the Mystics, too, also, who have been able to beat the Aces. So I don't think it's stay away from betting the Aces necessarily, but the go-to has been betting their overs. Those even have been inflated. I like betting live overs with that team when I can get a better number. Uh, but yeah, for the me, the Aces, I think the numbers need to adjust back down to Earth for them a little bit because they're coming back down to Earth. Uh, going back to the Sun and Sky... And you did mention that it's going to be this day game with all of the kids there. But also, I mean, earlier start time, uh, 9 a.m. for me, but not for them necessarily because they're coming from the East Coast, but still earlier in the day. Do you think that that has any kind of factor when we see these early games versus a night game?
1: I do. I think uh, I think the energy is high at the very beginning, but then it, it slowly tails off and their bodies kind of adjust uh, mm-hmm. to playing. Granted, Connecticut's only you know coming from the East Coast, so it's not... Okay. Uh, too drastic of a difference, where it, like it was for the Aces uh, starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy stat: when the Sky have been six-point favorites or higher, uh, the over is six one and one. So as long as I don't see that, because uh, a little superstitious there, I <laughs> I will definitely hammer this under. Especially the way that Connecticut's been playing; uh, their offense really has not found a rhythm uh, over the last four games, and uh, it's not an easy test to shaping that up against uh, hopefully James Wade is back coaching um,
0: mm-hmm. him
1: in the Chicago sky.
0: Yeah. I was funny you say that. Cause I actually was looking at possibly if there was a good enough number to look at a first half over in this game, because I expected things to tighten up in the second half from both these defenses really. But I do like a full game under two, as you mentioned, and I don't think the sky will be favored by that high, unfortunately. Uh-huh. So um, I think we're looking for an over or an under here. Speaking of, not really unders, but fever just underperforming, we'll say. The Fever at the Mercury. So the Mercury did uh, get it done. The Fever lost on Monday. Uh, so we were seeing part two of this matchup this week. And the Fever lost 83-71. to They failed to cover uh, seven-point dogs. The under 170 hit. Whenever I see a 170, it's always pretty dicey for me. Unless the Aces are playing in that game, yeah. give me an under. Uh, so these two teams, obviously... Not stellar in any category, especially on the defensive side of things. 10th and 9th in defensive rating between the two of them. I think the Mercury win this game again, and more just because the Fever have not figured out how to close out games. What are your thoughts?
1: I completely agree. I think uh, I was listening to your show uh, earlier this week when you were talking, uh, previewing the first matchup, and you talked about you know the fact that Indiana, while their pace is so fast, uh, they're still the worst shooting team in the league. So They'll I mean, put
0: shots up, but will yeah. they go in?
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean I don't know what her status is, but uh, Danielle Robinson left the game last mm. night. I think she led the team in plus minus. I think she was a minus one. So um, mm. she's a she's a significant piece. I mean I don't think Destiny uh, Henderson is like that far off from a replacement value, but still, uh, you also have a Phoenix team that's just energized and playing with. With an edge on defense that they haven't been playing with all year this is one of the worst defensive teams uh (laughs) earlier in the year and still they have lapses uh like god bless diana taurasi i think she's you know one of the best players of all time but she i think she's earned the right to be a little lazy on defense uh but they played a lot of zone the last few games and it's really working their rebounding is uh is going up even though Mm -hmm. they're lost tina charles so it's Do you think that's
0: responsible? Because I I the Tina Charles news I thought was so I love I love some WMBAT. And Tina Charles basically it seemed like a weird fit to me, honestly, when they announced that she was going to Phoenix. I thought kind of a weird fit for Tina. Do you think she'll be more successful with Seattle? Do you think that's why the Mercury also are maybe surging right now in a little bit of anger, as Sophie Cunningham maybe pointed out?
1: That's so great. <laughs> um, I, uh I have no words. Sophie, uh, I mean, she's got a lot of enemies, so good for her. <laughs>
0: yeah, we. I, I said she was a she's a colorful character. Uh, but yeah, the Mercury seem for the time being like they're surging. Uh, it kind of comes and goes with Dynas Rossi and Skylar Diggins Smith.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to get a you know uh, a good litmus test for how this team's going to go in in the future because. They're obviously they played the wings without Alicia Gray and Satu Sabali. Now they're playing uh, an Indian, a Fever team who, uh, you know, can is probably the worst team in the league. So uh, it's a good opportunity for them to keep building their confidence. I don't think they uh, would want to go back and uh, and lose a game to this Fever team, especially at home. <laughs> um, they just got back to 500 at home. I uh, I just hope the line's not too inflated. Like it should not be, it should not be over 10. Um, and no, and I mean with the with the pace six six yeah. fair I would yeah. love six uh, and, I, <laughs> and I I do think the under is worth playing again uh, especially if it is above 163 uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix has found something that definitely works with the zone they're playing and I'll you know I'll live with Indiana shooting great for four quarters I just don't think that happens
0: yeah, I, we haven't seen it happen, really. And that's yeah. another thing is I love betting Fever games live for that reason because you can count on them to relapse at least yes. once a quarter. Uh, so I agree with you. I actually was I wrote down under here, Mercury to win. So if you wanted to do some kind of Moneyline parlay, like I like Mercury to win here. We'll see what the number ends up being. Um, but I'd be comfortable playing the Mercury. I don't know. I hate betting on this team right now. This is one of the worst. It's one of the worst ones yeah. to have to bet on. Um, But I agree with you. I do think we'll see an under if the total's inflated high enough because, again, fast-paced teams here, but the Mercury have kind of locked up a little bit on defense a little bit more. Aces at Storm... Bearing the lead here. We finally are getting back to the Aces. 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. Now, uh, the last time they played was May 8th, I believe. The Aces won 85 to 74. They covered as four-and-a-half-point favorites. They were cruising at the start of the season. Uh, Under 176, I cannot believe that was the total for this game. The Storm obviously had a rockier start to their season. Uh, But right now, Aces first in offensive rating, as we know. The Storm are ninth. Which I can't believe, but they are third in defensive rating, Aces sitting at fifth. Uh, Also a first in pace team in the Aces versus a tenth in pace team in the Storm. But I think that we could uh, see a higher scoring game. I wonder if the total is going to be as high as it was in that first matchup. What do you think we'll see? It's...
1: I think it's – they're definitely going to inflate it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hammer the under. I think it's two teams that are not uh, – Seattle had a couple of games, so they kind of found found their stride. But losing to the Sparks at home is just unacceptable uh, mm-hmm. for
0: a Especially team that's – Coach Becky. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> who? For the Aces? No, I was saying the um, – I mean, Seattle is coming off a loss
0: at home. Oh, too. Seattle. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um,
1: So coming off that loss, and I mean, I I was all ready to to bet the Storm that game too. So uh, this kind of might be uh, recency bias, but I think those two teams playing against each other with the way that the Aces are struggling offensively, uh, the slow pace of the Storm, I think it's going to be a grinded out game. I have no idea who's going to be favored. I assume it's going to be the Aces, but... uh, Mm -hmm. I would love it if they were underdogs. That would give me reason to bet them. But I think they've been underdogs once this year, and that was at Chicago, and they covered. So, right. That's it's a it's not a game I'm like super excited to bet. I get I get anxiety for sure. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the how player much is props the
0: still? the Chelsea Gray questionable? How much does that factor in for you? Because like um, we said, like the Aces are heavily dependent on a couple players.
1: That would make me love the under more. Um, Mm -hmm. I also don't think Jackie Young continues to struggle. She was like, people were saying that she had MVP vibes at the beginning of the year, but uh, she's definitely tailed off a bit since coming back from her injury. I just don't think you're gonna be able to depend on Kelsey Plum and Asia Wilson to combine for, you know, 55, 50 plus points every night. So uh, it might be a good spot for the Storms. I I, I might just bet on whoever the underdog is. I might be honest.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, I agree with you, though. I love the under in this situation, which is so hard to say in an Aces game, but, I mean, the last, last game, night. too. And can we talk about Saturday, Aces-Mystics? Oh, oh, my God. It was funny, because I mentioned this on Monday's show that somebody tweeted at me and said, hey, the total's gone down. Do you think I can get in and on the over on the Aces game now? And I'm like, I don't know, not versus the Mystics. And then, of course, it goes to overtime. Would have gone under, but then 13 points scored in overtime.
1: I, I think the Mystics were shooting at sixty percent uh, from the field in the first half <laughs> like they would not miss uh, it was very very annoying to see especially as somebody who was like all right you know aces aren't listened to in a row this is when they find their stride uh, it was a wake-up yep. call um, but you know they uh, they could not miss so that was uh, that was really tough uh, even with the low fourth quarter um, speaking of fourth quarters though uh, 13 straight fourth quarter unders dating back five days from now um, so I've already for the aces, for all the NBA. Oh, okay. For WNBA, yeah, yeah. So uh, hit last night in both games. Um, so I mean, I've uh, I bet it for the two games tonight. and I'll bet it again tomorrow. I, I mean, it was very, very. Uh, so just
0: tropical. fourth quarter under any game. Uh, I mean, obviously
1: <laughs> not. At this point, I'm gonna ride it till it dies. Kind of like our, our mystic second quarter under. Um,
0: yeah, when they're not playing yeah, the aces. We'll talk about it.
1: Um, but, you know, uh, it's, it, I mean, definitely when there's a blowout, I love that play. I think it only hasn't, hasn't cashed once. And that was when uh, I think the Dream were down really big at, at Connecticut and they had like 32 points in the fourth quarter. It was ridiculous. Mm. But uh, I, I feel pretty confident, especially tonight with, with, uh, with the Dream playing again and kind of how they've gone, uh, gone back to earth a little bit. um, uh, mm. But yeah, Ace of Storm could be really, really uh, kind of get ugly, you know what I mean, at the end? Like, he's yeah. battling for every single point. Uh, so, I mean, I, I really like that play in that game tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I absolutely like that for Wednesday. And uh, to your point really quick about the Mystic second quarters, if you want to share your stat for that one. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, it was crazy because it was at 16 straight, but... Uh, of course, it it lost to the the team that, the only team that brought the second quarter over. So mystic second quarters are, 19 and two on the year, and 19 and 0 against teams that are not the Las Vegas Aces. I love that you shouted this out in the show earlier this week. So uh, good. It's like my favorite trend ever. I mean, I don't even know if it's a trend at this point. It might be. We might just call it a law. Um, it's too good. It's uh it's incredible. And the the total is so low today. Uh, it's at 38, I think. So. But I mean, perfect the for, dream
0: matchup makes sense.
1: Yes. Um, I, I, I found that stat today. I texted you, they're like third and fourth in allowed field goal per game. That is yeah. beautiful to me. Because um, I wanted to bet the end of the whole time and I haven't bit yet, but uh, I'm glad that you said something to me and made me go dig a little bit deeper.
0: Yeah, of course. That, that's what I'm here for, to make you work harder for me, of course. Huh. Uh, one last game we'll look at, of course, Thursday's game, Dream at Liberty. We already saw this one last Friday, June 24th. The Dream lost 89-77. to How about those Liberty loved this game? We talked mm. about this because I did not have a good Thursday last week. I went 1-3, so I immediately, of course, went back to the sports book. was like, I'm tilted. I have to make a bet. No, just kidding. I felt really good about this Dream Liberty game, fortunately, that appeared for me on Friday. And people, it seemed like, were a little bit late to catch on to how the Liberty have kind of turned things around a little bit so it took liberty money line i think they were under they were underdogs in this game uh they were dream were one and a half point favorites obviously failed to cover because the liberty won by 12 uh so you actually took an alternate line so even more uh oh, yeah. than i had here for this one but i went money line i went um over on this one and obviously both those hits so that was a nice little bounce back but now we get to see it again uh do you think we'll see a similar performance this time
1: I really hope so. I I think it's important definitely to watch how uh, how the Dream play tonight now that they got some of their players back, and Christy Wallace and Erica Wheeler, uh, both off the injury report. So, I mean, I, I definitely will will dig into uh, some of the advanced numbers that come out of tonight's game. Uh, but at this point with the Liberty, they're the opposite of the Aces, right? I mean, eight <laughs> of the last ten they've covered and uh, winning some Really tough games straight up. I think Mystics yep. on the road, Mystics at home, uh, uh, Connecticut on the road. Uh, team is team is working. Uh, Rain Johannes, uh, we talked. To, I mean, I know Miles talked uh, a lot about the Liberty, and I mean, mm-hmm. he was so confident in this pick, and I was like, wow. I mean, I, I haven't seen Miles this excited in a while. So uh, yeah, and I, I just don't trust the Dream very much against teams that are, are playing really well. Uh, so I would have
0: just said I don't trust the dream and just ended the sentence there <laughs>
1: there I guess they don't it's get it's unfortunate I
0: mean it's hilarious to me that they're I mean that they're 12th in defensive rating and or and first or excuse me reverse they're first in defensive rating and 12th in offensive rating like could your problems be more glaring
1: yeah and I mean but giving up 89 points to to the Liberty and it was a it was I mean they, they probably could have scored more I feel like the Liberty kind of cruised in the uh, in the fourth kind of let the the dream get back into it but it's it's hard to bet against a team that is looking as as hot as the Liberty do right now uh really clicking on all cylinders so uh I love the matchup I hope it's not going to be anything drastic like a six and a half point line or something um Mm -hmm. but I, I think you have to bet the Liberty at this point with just the uh the value you're getting at them I'm you know, eight and ten is uh, hard to come by. They're looking like the, the aces from the beginning of the year, so I love it.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if there's a way we can money line parlay them in something like if there was a crazy line like maybe Liberty with the Mercury and the Sky. I don't want to tie that Aces Storm game <laughs> in. Oh, I don't want to touch it. Well, yeah, they, um, I mean, I
1: hope they give uh, give it to us early. Uh, <laughs> I, I've be been a good number. I've been miserable because I I see uh, I know Calvin Wetzel. I talk about him sometimes, but it's, uh, he's like my alert to know that lines are up. Cause I know he's just on his phone or on his computer just waiting for lines to show up. So, uh, it's one of those things. It's, too. Like, it's a scary Christmas type of thing. It's like, you really hope these lines are good. but
0: uh, Yeah. Uh, so you're looking for something less than six and a half. Maybe what would you want to lay with the Liberty in this one?
1: I think I'd lay up to seven. Uh, Oh wow. Okay. At home. Uh, haven't played at home in a while. I think it's been a uh, almost uh, a week and a half. Pride night here in New York uh, should mm. draw a good crowd. Um, got two All Stars, and it's a uh, still it's somewhat part of an easier uh, easier part of their schedule. I know like before the All Star break they have two games back to back on the road. Uh, mm. One of them against the Aces, so that's that is not fun. Um, So I think it's one that they want to make sure they can get. I mean, I think they're seventh in the standings right now. So Mm -hmm. uh, looking at a potential playoff scenario, they get Laney back in a month. So uh, this is one that they can't lose. So.
0: Bring Benajah back. But I think a good note, too, we have to see how the Dream also look with some other players back in the mix on Tuesday. So definitely keep an eye on that before you bet this. But I agree with you. It's going to be Liberty here. Uh, And thank you so much, Daniel. Anything else? uh, Any other trends or anything you're keeping your eye on? Anything you need to say?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I just... uh... For my sanity, I uh, I hope that we keep getting more player props on FanDuel. That was such a blessing last time. Oh,
0: your Asia. Your, tell people about your Asia Wilson prop for oh, Monday night.
1: 17 and a half over under when she Come had on. 24 against the Sparks the first time, 35 the second time in front of Danielle. Um, Come on. Back in L.A., you know she had to put on a show. A cash two minutes into the third quarter. Kelsey last Plum, time the
0: ace is covered, by the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, your TikTok was fantastic. It was just, uh, I mean, it was all like a way to talk about. And then I saw you post that. I was like, God, yeah. I mean, did we curse the aces um, yeah. by having you show up? You need to go to Vegas now. Got to go to a game and reverse it.
0: I got to fix the juju. It's my fault. I was going nuts over that six and a half point line the first time. Second time, I was like, okay, maybe again. And then, of course. The hook kills me. Uh, I'm excited. We have a lot of great games to come up for. I'm really not excited for the break actually coming up. That's going to be a sad time for us. But uh, hopefully we'll get you back on soon. And hopefully you keep on cashing those bets.
1: Yeah. uh, we got to talk about All-Star at some point. Because I know I followed you on the over last year. And we uh, (laughs) that was (laughs) one of the most embarrassing moments of my life, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that anymore. Uh, we'll do a better job with the All-Star break this year. Uh, and thank you so much <laughs> for joining me today. Uh, Brendan is actually joining the pod on Friday. And I know that he said he thinks the sky could repeat as champions. A little preview there. But what do you think? I, one,
1: love Brendan. Or Brendan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I host a show with uh, his color commentator. Um, nice. The color commentator for Connecticut Sun, Ice Young. Shout out to her. Uh, yeah.
0: Great follow. I do...
1: I want to say yes. Uh, I mean, at this point, do you, with everything you've seen, is it, do you trust any team to, I don't want to say cover games more, but like just win games outright more? Uh, yeah. i I was like, this is an Aces league, and it's over. But I mean, their their weaknesses are getting exposed. I think people are going to catch on to Becky, make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got the championship pedigree, and they only got better. I mean, they got they added Emma Miesin, and I think that's definitely an upgrade from Diamond to Shields. Uh, Rebecca Gardner, the thirty-two-year-old rookie, is phenomenal in her role. I love this team. I'm talking yeah. myself into betting them tomorrow. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I know my only future bet I made. I actually finally made Mystics fifteen to one, so I did take that. I want a sky number, but. I just want I'm just picky. I'm just going to see what I can get on them. But it's tough. I actually don't want an Aces number at all. Obviously they're the shortest shot, but somebody's asking me like, "Well, the Aces they're like cuz people who are not following maybe the league closely are like the Aces are so dominant, right?" And I'm like, "I don't want like that short of odds on an mm-hmm. Aces future ticket when they're relying on five or six people."
1: Yeah. I I did not understand the movement with Washington. Um I thought the lines would only yeah. get, you know, worse, but shorter. Yeah, I took that uh I think I got 16. Um nice. someone told me they got 20-to-1 odds uh, this weekend. preseason
0: probably. Oh, this weekend? Yeah,
1: like it dropped all the way down there. I don't know if there was a glitch Uh. or what. uh, (laughs) But, I mean, I checked every book I had. I saw uh, 16-on-1 and then uh, kind of 15 everywhere else, which I still think is great value. I mean, you've seen what they can do with a fully healthy roster. Uh,
0: They can take down the Aces. We've seen that.
1: They've beaten Chicago. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. It's, uh yeah, that value is way too good
0: right now. Yeah, that's the best play on the board for me, futures-wise right sure. now. Um, thank you so much. Uh, speaking of best plays, Daniel Mattaya, check him out, follow him on Twitter, and we'll have you back on the show real soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, and thank you so much for listening to the Los Angeles CityCast. Remember, new shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That means I'll be back, and Brendan Glasheen will be here as well to talk more WNBA on Friday on the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook.